Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy, happy day. Happy Wednesday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, Pete Carroll said today, all right, I'm out as Seahawks head coach, and well, at least I'll have today and Everybody will wax poetically about my career and talk about what I've accomplished, and I can think about that as I get ready for the next step in my career. And Nick Saban said, oh, no, hold my beer. I'm out. See you, Pete. Good luck. They're going to talk about me now. It escalated quickly. It was an escalation. Thinking it was going to be a nice, quiet Wednesday, right? Start looking ahead towards super wild card weekend. Quiet Wednesday. Maybe just trying to avoid the 80 mile an hour winds that are taking over the San Fernando Valley later tonight here in Southern California. Right, a little sleepy. Maybe the follow-up for Darko after his rant against Mm -hmm. the officials in Mm -hmm. the league and being cheated by the Lakers a night ago, back-to-back, so he'll play the Clippers, so we'll see that a little bit later Face of the league. Got really disrespected last night. Scotty Barnes. Face of the league. Disrespected. Of course, that was a flop and a half by Anthony Davis (laughs) on that R.J. Barrett play, but that's that's an argument for another time. But quiet day, and then Pete Carroll, who just sounded like 
They're making me leave. Yeah. I don't want to go. Leave. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I got a lot more. Mr. Stark, I, I want to stay. I got Mr. Stark, I'm feeling energetic. I don't want to go. Mr. Stark. And then Nick Saban retires as head coach of Alabama. So let's start with Alabama because the Michigan body count of the last <laughs> month is at biblical proportions. I kept singing that uh, body count, the old iced tea. On uh, with the body count. On with the body count. And before you think, okay, this is another thing. Where body count now means something different, Gen Z body count is much different than you and I, millennials, Gen X body count. I think there's some kind of flow to it. Now, I think it both, you can cut both ways. Body count for us is, oh, how many dropping bodies. Body count now for Gen Z is- in how many, many people did I hook up with? No, that's what that's yeah. what body count is now. People have you had sex with? Like that, oh, that's with body the count. body count. <laughs> but the Michigan Wolverine body count, the old school body count of the last month. Wow, this last. What wow. have they done? <laughs> they sent Kyle McCord to the transfer portal. Syracuse. Okay. They uh they they put the cement uh or the or the, the cement shoes on Brian Ferentz's offensive coordinator in Iowa. Well, I mean, I, they, I, I think they just dried yeah. during that game. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, then they sent Michigan, uh, they sent Alabama center to the transfer portal. Oh, and many others. You got to go to the transfer portal. They dented Michael Penix Jr.'s NFL futures with what they did to him on Monday night. Oh, clearly. Yeah. And now they've retired Nick Saban. That is some kind of body count. It's like, what can Michigan do for you? They've done everything. They've done all of this in the last month. There you go. Now they're on with the body count. Now they're going to be like hired mercenaries. Uh I mean, it's going to be better than any A-team spinoff you Uh, can ever get. Forget about John Wick. Just get Michigan out. What do you need us to do? We can end anybody's dreams you want to. Jim Harbaugh is the George Pappard role. Do you want a guy out of town? Do you want a guy to quit? What do you want? We can do anything for you. But think about it. The... Juxtaposition, juxtaposition of Nick Saban pregame, right? Mm-hmm. One of those speeches that was, all right, th- this is like out of a movie, right? This is Pacino. These are all some of the great coach him up kind of moments. And then after the game, just broken, right? Mm-hmm. That it's one play. Yeah. This team that was imperfect, that got slammed by Texas early in the season, that everybody had written off, and that he did a masterful coaching job to get them where they were. And to be that close, mm-hmm. to be that close, and to have that play go so wrong, yeah. it well, broke him. And look, I, I and I'm, I'm still because I I turned to Pan today. I said, "Oh, you and I like if tickets were still a thing, like like saving tickets for games. You and I, we, we retired. Did Nick you guys Saban. and I try to go to the box office and get us something? I, I didn't know it was going to be Nick Saban's no, last no, no, game. But just in general, you no. go you go to the box office no. and say, "Hey, print me one off. Tickets from Nick Saban's last game. Oh, you screwed up. Pam is Pam walking around the house you. going. She's walking around the house today going, "I retired Nick Saban. She's upstairs on the phone. I retired Nick Saban. I retired Nick Saban." <laughs> She'll have an autograph signing outside of the local burger joint at the end of the week. But, yeah, legitimately, in a lot of places, if you go to the box office and ask nicely, you can get that, oh, okay. get that done. All right. I know at the uh, the crypt, for a while, they actually had a place where you could print out a commemorative and it would have a photo and oh, all right. to it. Cost you a couple of bucks, but you at least have a keepsake, mm. right? You at least have something out of it. I'm sorry. Now you just have the digital entry 
Hey, it's in my history. I was there, I promise. I was there. I retired Nick Saban. Uh, Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. That's discover.com slash credit card limitations. They do apply. Now, one of the big, there's so many angles, things to talk about with Nick Saban retiring today, but Let's just because this 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 is this is something that it, it's really difficult to fathom. This is the last play of Nick Saban's coaching career. The last play he will ever coach, and there was no play that was more talked about for the week following. Empty set now as Williams goes left. Quarterback keep. Nowhere to go for Milrow as he tried the quarterback keep. The Wolverines stop the tide. They end Alabama's season, and Michigan advances to college football's national championship game next week in Houston. There it is, Michigan Radio Network. So I know, uh, of course, Alabama there was Radio Network. Not a network. lot of emotion there. That's though. it. One way or That's another. It. It's not over. Positive, not Dude. negative, not tears. Dude, I'm going to show you video because Pam took video of the final play, and I don't think Milrow is actually tackled all the way when you see Alabama people walking in front of us to leave. Like, okay, it's over. We're leaving. We're out. We're out. We're out. I mean, the play's not. They're not even celebrating nah. yet, and these people are walking by. Nah, us. as soon as they motioned the running back out, that was it. <laughs> but, Everybody's like, oh no. That's the honestly, that's the biggest play of the college football season. There's no one individual play we've talked about more than that play. Sure. You're talking about a winner go home play for Alabama in the semifinal. And let me tell you about what it felt like at the field compared to what it must have felt like on TV. At the game, you know, you saw a couple of timeouts, right? They, they lined up for the play, mm-hmm. and Michigan called timeout, and then Alabama called timeout, and then they ran the final play, which was which was Milrow up the middle. And watching it all unfold, the feel at the game, I'm and I turned to I turned to Pam and I said, "They don't like the play they have come. Whatever this is, they don't like no, this sure. play. They don't like the play." And it, it almost felt like it was they kept. Tried, what, what are we going to do? Because And you heard Saban talk about it after the game. He said, we had a play we liked on the first one. Michigan saw it called timeout. So whatever they went to on that second play, Alabama didn't like, so they called timeout. So they didn't like not only that play, but now they ran a different play with Milrow trying well, to get chest, up the middle the and, cut, and cut left. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm watching this going, they don't know what they want. They don't have a play ready for this situation that they like. This is where Alabama is at. Now on TV, going back and watching on TV, you see it. Okay, it's a chess match, right? You're heard, oh, it's a chess match here, and Harbaugh calls timeout, and Saban calls him out. I'm telling you, the, the feel at the game in, in the stadium was they don't like what they're going to call. And they, I, watching this final play, I said to myself, Alabama's not getting in the end zone. They're not getting in the end zone because I don't know what they're going to run. And they run that Milrow play, and two things happen on that. One, the Michigan gets the push that that Alabama didn't expect them to get, but that's the, again one well, of the biggest that things. All day. Right, but that's one yeah. of the biggest things that people saw in that Rose Bowl was, well, Alabama's physical and fast; they're going to push Michigan around, and it was the other way around. It was, whoa, this Michigan line is really something. Hang on a second, and so they got that push, and then Mikey Sanistrill, who joined us after the the national championship, was kind of like they sent him on every play on that final drive in overtime. They sent him at Milrow on every play, so he's coming from. From the from the from the right side from Milrow's left, Milrow can't cut because that play was designed to go up the middle and cut to the left. Yeah. And Milrow knows I can't cut. No, but that's and it. he gets hit a lot sooner than expected, and it was just a disaster. Like it was, I, I'm watching that play going. That was the final play. That that that's the play that they said this is going to get us in the well, end zone. And that was the thing though, motioning the running back out. 
was you you gave up the numbers advantage. Like you just do the body count when you do the freeze yeah. frame. I sent it to you almost immediately. It's like just count the number of Michigan guys and number of hats that are coming towards the line. He's got no shot in hell because at least one of those guys is coming free from either side, and that's exactly what happened. And you saw the push all game from the Michigan defensive front. So the center, who'd had issues all season long, exacerbated in that game. And the fact that you have no confidence to draw draw up a pass play, and maybe that was the first look. Maybe it was the second look. But either way, that, that becomes the best option that you've got. Tells you the type of day, the frustration that there was trying to call plays for the game. And it still went to overtime. Yeah. Take nothing away from what Alabama accomplished this year. Yep. The coaching job Saban did. Because remember how many times we talked to folks where they were burying Alabama. I'm like, no, no, no. All you got to do is win. Just keep pushing along. It doesn't have to be pretty. Because you get a month after it's all said and done to yeah. get right if you make the playoff. And so while it wasn't perfect, this is the team you got. And Milrow evaluate him as you will for Nick Saban hell of a coaching job just in that mm-hmm. moment play number three on the sheet yeah blew and, up in his face you know and this is what surprised me when I talk about Michigan retiring Nick Saban is how much did that loss really just push him over over the edge to you know what I'm done I'm done because this was all hey Nick Saban with a team that wasn't great still made the playoff they beat Georgia they're on this wasn't a great Alabama team everybody's excited about what's next hey this is not not this is not a great team and here they are but instead I wonder if Saban looked at it as okay everybody has caught up to us and I don't know am I going to he got to that game and I guarantee just like every single Alabama fan I know at that field there was no point in the game where they thought they weren't going to win and they didn't think we're going to impose our will because that's what we've seen for the better part of 15 years from Nick Saban because the guy's the best coach that I've ever seen in college football but seeing that game it's we got pushed around we didn't have a lot of offense and this is where college football is now headed where the Big Ten is becoming the power in college football the SEC has been the power but the Big Ten is there. I don't know if we're going to be there, if we're going to be able to live up to that standard that is here at Alabama. Here's, here's another year without a national title. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait. I've won six here, but the last was 2020. It's hang on a second. Hang on a second. So that's a really big thing. And I, I, I guarantee you this game was the one. It wasn't just an overall feeling. It was, hey, that's the final. That that pushes me over the edge because I, I don't know how much Alabama is still going to be Alabama, even if Nick Saban stayed. Yeah, I think there's a, a little bit more to it of of as we chronicled the year as it as it was for for Alabama people looking at decline whatever we we talked a lot about the countenance of Nick Saban throughout the year seemed in a in a better whatever the resolution of the year was going to be he just seemed in a better place except in the post game in that post game immediacy, immediacy there was some level of despondency uh, that that crossed him right not I'm angry. But a sadness that felt different than past losses, like even the last couple of years, mm-hmm. right? They get exited. But you look at all his media appearances, and that's obviously where everybody's speculating the next bid is uh, after he gets out of this and, and everything washes away is that he's at a desk alongside McAfee or whoever else and doing full media and doing more commercials with Deion Sanders. But we also talked about the fact a lot with Jim Harbaugh as we broke down the national title, what's next for him. A lot of it was predicated on NIL and the changing face of college football. Nick Saban did everything to tell you he's not a fan of any of that. Yeah. 
the last couple of years. So he just becomes the next guy along with Jay Wright and several others who I think you hit your tipping points. Like, I'm giving it the, the old college try. And if I win, it's kind of like I have to defend home court, but I didn't. Yeah. So it's, it's like, time it's to like, go home. It's like Harbaugh at Michigan. Can he really keep it going? Can he really, or is this as good as it's going to get? And when you want to get out before it's time to, hey, we got to push you out. But, Two but years he, after winning the national, but, but he's at least still jacked about the process and yeah. where it's going. That he thinks sure. that he thinks sure. he can do some good, yeah. not just you know, hey, let's sing for he's a jolly good fellow. Well, he's also whatever. fifteen years younger than Saban. Because remember, you're talking about these guys well, who, what is who, it, who are sixty versus today. seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean it was a bad deal. day for seventy-two. Ooh, and guess what, yeah. Belichick, seventy-two, April sixteenth. Yeah, I mean they go in threes. Seventy-two. 72-year-olds retiring. Well, I mean, they usually apply it to death. In this case, it's wow, walking. Why has it got to be death? Well, well, I'm just well, for I, folks I, that didn't I get the reference. I went away from that and talked about retiring just so you wouldn't talk about death from people who are in their 70s. What is wrong with you sometimes? Hey, they're young and I specifically spry. went away with it. I went away with it. Oh, Harmon, you just, you're going to get hit by lightning. I'm all day. about positivity, no, man. <laughs> Every damn day, we go 1-0. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The two big stories today in sports, I mean, 
well, outside. Well, Syracuse beating Boston College tonight. Another big quadrant two win for the Qs. Uh, really? Had to jam that in right there. Well, you know, Wink Martindale cursing out Brian Dable and quitting his Giants good. DC. That was pretty good. Yeah, we heard whispers of that yesterday. I like that. And that was pretty good. That's good. Blank you, Dable. Blank you. Yeah. But Pete Carroll being removed, asked to go upstairs yeah. as Seattle Seahawks head coach, and then couple hours later, Nick Saban deciding to retire as Alabama head coach really has stunned the sports world. I mean, of, of the two stories, the Pete Carroll was probably more shocking just because, look, the guy had just said yesterday, I'm coming back. There was no plans. You didn't know of any plans to replace him, move on. But the Saban thing, you kind of, eh, maybe a little bit, maybe wouldn't be surprised. You know, still a bit of a shock, but uh, after a few minutes, it's surprising. But these are two guys who have carried the mail in college football and the NFL for two decades. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about two of the most popular coaches uh, up until Harbaugh became the rock star coach. He was Nick Saban was the rock star head coach in college football and still best head coach I've ever seen in college football. What he was able to accomplish in the modern era, winning seven national championships, six with Alabama. Uh, it, it's mind blowing being able to do that every other year. And Pete Carroll winning a national title in, in college football, winning a Super Bowl, yep. should have won two. Uh, these are guys that, that just are going to leave a huge void in sports because they're guys we talked about and they're givens for the longest time. Pete Carroll, coach of the Seahawks, and Nick Saban here. So let's talk about some legacy stuff that we're going to miss about these guys. Okay. Let's do this. Some stuff we'll miss about these guys. Yeah, we've been doing this long enough. We've watched yeah. a good chunk of their careers, and we've had to do this with some other legends, right? Whenever you've got these long standing, particularly from the collegiate side of things, mm-hmm. it used to be you were a lifer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, while Nick yeah. Saban was nowhere near a lifer, no, having no, been no, at no. LSU no. and Michigan State and, and, and what have you, uh, it, it still feels like, you know, a good chunk. Of, of your life. That's, yeah. that's where he's been, right? I mean, it's many, many winning uh, notes and, and enough to where it becomes hate-watching of Alabama. First legacy thing for Nick Saban is him as head coach of the Dolphins telling reporters, fellas, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to Alabama. And then a week later, he goes to Alabama. No, that's pretty good. I, I dug that's that. Good. I dug that he just sat right, looked everybody in the eye and said, fellas, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to Alabama. And then, bam, the guy was in Alabama. That eventually got him that cameo in the blind side with Sandra Bullock and Tim Tim McGraw. I mean, that acting job at the podium that day, I think, did it. See, that's the that's another thing that I remember, and I'll always remember this about Saban in the blind side when Michael Orr was getting recruited to play at Alabama, is Lee Antui, who played by Sandra Bullock in, in the movie. What One of the most interesting, oh, look, the blind side is probably one of the three best sports books of all time. I was blown away by it, and I'm still blown away today by it. The story she told about how when Nick Saban came to her house and was asking, she didn't know anything about it. You're scared about Nick Saban. You have no idea. And they're talking about where Mike can do his laundry on campus, everything else. And she said in the book, if I wasn't married to my husband, I would have left with Nick Saban. See, there like you that, go. That's how charming and and that's the kind of disarming charm, whatever well, Nick Saban had. a hell of a recruiter. In. I'd have left with Nick Saban. They always married, say you're recruiting mom as much as you're recruiting the kid. <laughs> Honey, how'd it go? Is Big Mike uh, getting a deal? Yeah, well, you want the good news or the bad news? Well, good news. Hey, Big Mike's going to Alabama. What, what's the bad news? I'm going with him, and uh, my lawyer will be in touch. Just yeah. wheels the up. bad news is you're fired. <laughs> Just wheel something out. So I dig that about Nick Saban. And I dig that you talked about his press conferences, the ever-present bottle of Coca-Cola. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, just right. Every press. It's I mean, you know, for me being a diet soda guy, like I wish it was a diet, but OK, I'll, I can live with that. But just, you know, right there. And you say, hey, what does product placement look like in, in the world right now? Well, it looks like right here. And Saban said, I'm drinking Coca-Cola at the press conference. All the, it's always and it's always right there. It's never hidden. It's never on his side. It's never. It's always right. Like you can like you. You can't can't not see the bottle of Coca-Cola at Nick Saban's press conferences. Yeah, it, cer- it. it certainly came up uh, quite a bit as people started doing their uh, legend remembrances and at his statue people were leaving bottles of coke this yeah. afternoon you could have gone and gotten a bunch of free coke i don't know how much I'm just i gotta be, i gotta be careful when i say you get a bunch of free coke <laughs> yeah about that you're like, let's go like the guy that goes to the uh, wishing fountain pulling all the coins out <laughs> i'm just taking all these coins thank you you're leaving that dot of co- i'm gonna take it right here thank you thank we're you. the worst people in the world the Mike, folks that are going and I'm dredging r- from r- those fountains was that you who asked hunter biden that question today <laughs> Uh, I did, I did. Ooh. I screamed it from my couch. I just like you know what was the guy uh, uh, who tried to steal all the um, things from Starbucks that went viral yesterday? The guy from the guy oh, who went trying to get all those to uh, Stanley the, the cups. Stanley cups, and they said he was trying to just grab the whole box and try to run here's out. The thing. And Retail value is like forty bucks. But on the secondary market, at least the initial wave of them, folks were getting like two grand a piece. Yeah, for those stupid it's a big deal. Things. Yeah. I mean, I, what could I? Could, what could I get? What could I get for bottles of Coca Cola left for Nick Saban? I mean, I could get a lot of money. I don't know. This bottle of Coca Cola was left at the. Do Nick you Saban have any statue. that he might have taken a swig from? It was left there. How do you, you prove clone it, Nick I would Saban. just say. I would just say. Oh, you know, you have to have video. You got to take. Well, video I mean, of there's gonna there's gonna be a code on the on the yeah. packaging. You have to so, you have to take. But it video. has a video. A video doesn't show the code. No, it does, yeah, no. If I, well, if I, I take my cell phone yeah. and I walk up and I go, here I am. They're leaving. Here's a bottle of Coke and here's the video on it and here's the the number. It's the same number I'm selling. There Doesn't mean that there isn't a Boom. you know an escaped felon that might have left it and now you're connected to them forever. <laughs> but you have like an iPhone six. That thing's not going to take. <laughs> I got, this is like a fourteen. I, I, was that it's fuzzy 14? math. Fourteen. What are they up to now? Fourteen. I don't know. No, this is they're up 15, to, uh, 16? fifteen titanium or something. Fifteen titanium. Oh, okay. I jumped from the X to the 14. So that's right. I'm, I'm at that's the 14. That's a big jump. X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm still on an 8. I'm a big fan. I'm still on a BlackBerry. The 8 works. <laughs> still works. I'm Just still using, fine. using the ball and the BlackBerry. Um, the other thing to, to be a little serious about stuff is that he gets a lot of flack and when he was winning ch- titles. Just you know, be happy a little bit. Be happy a little bit. But as time went on, I kind of went to admire his same demeanor whether they were winning a national championship or they just give up the kick six to Auburn Mm -hmm. because what kids want and what players they want you to be real and whatever you if that's who you are that's who you are and and they don't want you to be someone who oh are you being phony are you being real because I look at a guy like Robert Sala who when things are going great he's jumping up and down the sideline and hugging his players and doing the same celebratory moves that guys have when they make sacks he does the Quinn and Williams sack celebration but when the Jets are losing he just paces up and down the sideline with a sour look on his face and he's a different guy I mean like oh I get it I get that you're upset you're not winning but you got to be the same you can't look like you're frustrated this is a, and you you got to be the same guy and Nick Saban was the same guy same guy winning a national title as he went walking off the Nick boy what happened on that kick six to Arb? well yeah, well, what do you want me to say? Uh, you know, we we had a great, we we had the play. We thought we were gonna uh, be able to get the field goal, and then we had some stuff happen. And that that's kind of who Nick Saban was. So I dig that. Now, do I also think that he could have been a little bit more? Yeah, he could have been more, a little bit more happy. But I like that he was real, and that's and that's who he was. Win or lose, he was the same guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't need the guy happy go lucky. 
you know, and certainly it's not the same affected, I'm going to be mad at you just for the sake of being mad and playing a character, right? Like Greg Popovich for all these years. Mm. Because Bill Belichick, for better or for worse, he was the same guy. Yeah. yeah right? sure. Same thing. Got tons of grief for it. Yeah. But just you could have a little fun, though. I mean, you could have a little fun. But okay, you're a fun hater. Hey, if I you, get it. You're a fun hater. No, but all you needed to do is have one person be a plant. Look, for this week, you got to take one for the team, and you have to ask about some player on special teams. You got because that's gonna get that's gonna get Bill fired up. He's a weapon and things of that nature. But but to that point, I, I do appreciate the countenance, right? That that's who he was, laid it out. And that's why the the last presser, right, after meeting the media after the loss to to Michigan, it it had a little more weight to it. Not just because of the game, but it it just felt weighty in in the way he described the season, how proud he was uh, of all the heights they reached and everything else. That it had just a, a little different tone and tenor to it. And now hindsight being 2020, it's like, wow, he told us everything when he was at that podium a week ago. But a long-storied run, multiple schools that he led to great heights, and we remember him as one of the greats. The last thing that I really dig about him, because he's one of those coaches, love his hair. I love his. I'm because jealous of his hair. When he would have, when his hair would get long, it was very Pompadour esque, very Elvis esque, because it would get really high on his head. Oh no, it was Stevie Van Zandt. It, it was, for sure. it was, yeah, it yeah. was pretty, it was pretty good. You went Stevie Van Zandt. It was pretty good. I mean, to be 72 and that, that no, we're celebrating to, the Sopranos 25. It's only appropriate to be the head coach in college football when the stress is absolutely immense, and to still have that head of hair at 72. That, Did I, anybody I, I, ever ask that, him man? if he was heightening? Or if he came up with, uh, you know, maybe in the off season when he would disappear for a week or two, <laughs> just gonna suddenly walk back and boy, where'd you get all that hair? Ah, it's been you know, well, been away. Got to do stuff. Been like when people go to Palm Springs and some other, hey, they come back rejuvenated, not just because you were resting. I mean, I, if I had a full head of hair again, if I go back in time, and I was a head coach of a college football team for a week, it would all be gone. It would just all be it would all be gone. And this guy's a you know a forty year career, and even though he's won, he's big games that you're talking about the ultimate winning and losing, and still to have that that head of hair well, there. You know, they they estimate what was it, one hundred thirty million dollars he made there, and then probably made the school well over a billion. Didn't have to wear a hat on the sideline no. when all coaches wear hats. Now, I don't have to wear. Never a hat. had one of those stupid don't visors have to wear a hat, like man. Spurrier. No. What if I were to tell nah. you guys what's that? It's Uh-oh. a toupee. Oh. <gasps> That's whole time. That's like it's the greatest chia pet I, ever made. I think you could get sued for that, Frostberg. I think you could I, I don't get know. sued for what? I, I don't know. I don't think he trademarked his hair. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Get sued for saying Nick Saban's got a toupee? I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. You've now freaked him out. I don't Let's know. Let's get man. ready. I mean, well. Stop with that. That you'll, get, that you'll will definitely get sued for. Hurt you. That you'll get sued what? for. What? I'm saying let's get ready for hot takes. No, you you already owe Michael Buffer $8. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, no, he's the, the guy you got to you the guy $8. that made the buffing device? Eight, yes, he did. Yes, he did. he did. When you buff your nails, that was him, Michael or Buffer. Or buffer my computer console. Yes. Or, he's going to come uh, here and buff us up. Or or Bufferin, the, uh, the, for, the former oh, aspirin. That Jimmy was buffets. kind of a big deal right there. Do they still make Bufferin? Wow, Jimmy Buffett, really? Wow, that's too soon. Jimmy Buffett. Hey, Harmon, why are you bringing up the guy that died, Harmon? Oh. Why are you doing that, yeah, Harmon? Harmon, what are you doing? Let's yeah, celebrate Harmon. his career. There's a couple of, you know, <laughs> Bubbles Up, one of the last songs he released. It was a good one. 
So there you go. There's just a lot of fun things, fun le- different legacy things to miss about Nick Saban. No, it's huge. But it's really? Huge, huge hole. I mean, because when we have any of these, and I, I did it when Brady finally retired, and when he had that statement on his uh, podcast a little over a week ago where he said, yeah, that my friends talked me out of coming back. It's like, damn it, I could have had one more year. When I watch LeBron, when I watch any of these guys, even your guy and his five snaps, as soon as you're close to 40 and above, I'm still clinging. Those are my guys. Saban, Pete Carroll, while I may not be rooting for their teams, their place in our collective sports universe means that not everything has shifted altogether and that some of those vestiges to my youth are still there. As more of them retire, older I feel. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Well, joining us now on the hotline for all the latest in the NFL and more, he is a longtime NFL insider. He is a pro football Hall of Very Good voter. As now we get into the playoffs, Hall of Very Good is going to allow in another 75 players this year. They have the semifinal list down to 300. They'll get down to 75 by the time we get to the Super Bowl. He's been with us from the beginning. He is on Twitter at Jason Cole 62 It is... Jason Cole, what's happening, buddy? 
So I'm told this is 10 years. Uh, yeah, we're going to have, well, okay, now you're letting the cat out of the bag, sure. We're going to have our anniversary show tomorrow night, but yeah, this is now, Harmon and I have been together this week, 10 years we've been doing this show. 10 years, Fox hasn't found anything better? Nope, nope, they did hey, and they, I'm sure they tried, I'm sure they tried. Who does talent acquisition at Fox? I got, I got questions. Well, sort of a North. Where was Norby Williamson when we needed him? Oh, hey, listen, I got some stuff to tell you about Norby. I actually worked with Norby. All right, I worked with Norby. Norby's got no clout anymore. Yeah. It's gonna be, He's been deposed. It's going to be Pete Carroll and Nick Saban doing the show now. They'll take over from Mike and I when we're done. Could you imagine Nick and Pete at night? Pete Carroll, would, Pete Carroll would start talking, and it would have a run-on sentence that went about 45 minutes, and then he would say, Oh, no, no he, you can't be the, beat the king of run-on sentences, which is Dave Wanstead. He used to go, okay, um, A, uh, we got to work a little bit harder, and uh, two, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, we got to work a little harder, and uh, that's what we're going to do. And it's, that's, that's sort of like the show, though. Yeah. You guys, you guys are the Dave Wanstead of, of radio. Wow. I don't know that we've ever That's been That's a nice long career, like though. Okay. All right. He keeps getting yeah. checks from sure. people. So, sure. I mean, it seems to work out okay. It is, it is really amazing. It, 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 how do you keep cashing checks when you're that dumb? That's, I just don't understand. People haven't figured it out. Jason, like, you answer that it, question for yourself. Wait, I got my own thoughts. You're talking my, about me? Wait, wait. Is that me or Harmon? Who are you talking about? <laughs> I was referring to Watson, but whatever works, uh, you know, that's okay. Um, well, congratulations, gentlemen. And it's, been, it, it's, it's only been 10 years, but it feels like 40. Yeah, I appreciate and, that. and you've been with us from the beginning. We've given you five sandwiches in 10 years to be on the show with us. I did, I did negotiate a horrible deal out of this, didn't I? Did. I thought, you know, okay, you know, I'll make it six months. Like one sandwich will be all right. And now look at where I've, can, where I've gotten can, myself. Well, we'll have to figure it out here soon. Am I, am I, all right, so if this is true, like, if this is like a, if we did it like a celebrity roast, would I be Foster Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> to just keep coming back and coming back. <laughs> no, you, you, now that's, that's, that's a good reference. That's good. That's Us good. and about four other people got it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought you'd, you'd go like Jeffrey Ross, who is like in every roast. No, no, Jeffrey, every, yeah, Jeffrey Ross, like talking about picking up paychecks for doing nothing. Did you know Foster um, Brooks is still with Mr., us? The Mr. Peanut commercial. The Mr. Peanut commercial, I'll give him all credit. That wasn't bad. That's not bad. I'll go with that. <laughs> Foster Brooks is 89 years old, still with us. I'm all right. Okay. He would- <laughs> and think about the cirrhosis he survived. Um, although uh, that was just an act, right? I mean, it was it was just an act, wasn't it? Uh, here's the question. Everybody uh, who's listening to your show, all seven, all seven of them, yeah. are like on there going, looking, look, looking up on the Google machine, who is Foster Brooks? And they're probably looking at like Herb Brooks, but you know who knows. Now they're saying, wasn't he that middle linebacker of the Tampa Bay Bucks when they won the title? Wasn't that Foster Brooks? Wasn't it? Wait, don't I? Forrest, do- Forrest Blue wasn't that Forty Niners guard or something like that? Didn't I have Forrest Brooks shoes? Weren't they really expensive dress shoes a long time ago? I had a pair of Forrest. Brooks. Forrest Whitaker played one of the most imposing defensive players of all time. He was. He was my Jefferson. favorite part. Part when they're driving the car, Sean Penn and the guy, the guy playing the little brother, and they're driving the car, and Sean Penn, you know, Spicoli goes, "I can fix it." My dad's a TV repairman. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's genius. Yeah. Cameron Crowe, 
simply genius from Cameron Crowe. Okay. Man, right. Jefferson's going to kill right. us. What do we got? No, first he's going to blank, then he's going to kill us. All right, so if Pete, Car- if Pete Carroll's not succeeding us here at Fox Sports Radio, does he get another job? Because I'd love to see it because he seems energetic, but I'll tell you what, the fact that still being 72 is a big deal and is he going to be able to come in and be okay with just being a coach and not having that added power, I I don't know that that's going to happen. I'd love to see it, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Again, this is one of those – it's got to be a ready-made quarterback because the reason that Seattle's obviously moving on is they're looking at going, okay, Geno Smith did a nice job for the last couple years as a bridge, getting us through it. After we trade her away, Russell, we haven't been positioned to take a quarterback. This is a good draft. There's you know five or six quarterbacks in the first round. We'll probably have a shot at one of those guys in the first round, or we can move around. You know, we've got a little bit of ammunition to do that. So they're going to get the future quarterback. They get the coach to go with the future quarterback, and they build around. That's logical. Um, the wrench in this is that the team is for sale. What are they in 2025? is when that deadline comes and they don't have to pay back the state of Washington. And so you wonder what's going to happen to ownership at that point in time. But assuming that they have some sense of stability, yeah, I mean, you're starting over at a good time. Um, But to get back to your original question, like the only place that I see where Pete makes sense, and there's like three coaches or four coaches that make sense, is the Chargers. Um, because you bring the Spanos family is really big at USC. Pete obviously still has you know you know the Southern California cachet. You bring him back. You have a ready-made quarterback. Do they want to pay? Will they give him the power? I, I mean, I hope that they do one of these things, like bring that they bring back either Pete or they bring Belichick in, or go get Harbaugh. Like go get a real coach to go up against Reed and Peyton and and then watch the Raiders kind of flail around like the Raiders always do um, with whatever decision they make. Uh, I, would, I, I think that makes sense because you've got Herbert in play. I just don't know that the Spanoses are willing to go out that way, you know, go out on a limb like that because you're going to have to pay them, you know, 12, 15 million. It's probably going to have to be a four-year contract, right? to get him to do it, even if you're only playing to have him coach two or three of it. So are they willing to invest that to get a little bit of credibility in Southern California? And, and, and most importantly, take advantage of a, of a great quarterback. Yeah, they, they've, they've got this guy who's all set up, and you know the, the team is starting to age around him. Just like do it. So Pete only makes sense in a couple of places. Belichick only makes sense in a couple of places. And the one most prominent is obviously is obviously the Chargers. So, the, by the way you set that up, I, I presume Mike Vrabel then becomes the Patriots head coach? I would think so. They might go a different way. You never know. They, they haven't done this in 25 years. But the last time they hired somebody, you know, when they replaced Pete with Belichick, they had a connection with Belichick already that was established. It was, you know, a formidable, you know, association. You know, they knew him inside and out and trusted him. And the more important thing is, does, are you going to hire a coach who comes in 
and just doesn't give a crap about the fact that Belichick was the coach and has the strength of stent of self to do whatever is necessary or you know and, and run that team the way you see fit. And to me, the only guy who's capable of doing that is a guy like Vrabel. You know, he's his own man. He doesn't care. He and the fact of the matter is he knows Belichick for all of Belichick's all the parts of Belichick that are really BS, okay? You know, no, overwhelmingly, there's a lot of stuff about Belichick that is obviously real, okay, and, and substantive, because he did win six Super Bowls for a reason. But Rabel just knows him as a man and doesn't, you know, like look at him as this Mount Rushmore figure among coaches and can handle it. Like, I, I, I said this earlier, if you were to pick out, like, the guys among head coaches who would be great brawlers because they just don't care about anything. Like Rabel would be near the top of your list along with like Dan Campbell. Um, Harbaugh, if you bring him back to the NFL, I said, you know, I think Mike Tomlin would be dirty enough that he'd go for your knees and stuff like that to try and knock you out. But you need to have a guy who's got like that kind of willpower and force within himself to follow Belichick and not melt under the pressure. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac Studios. You didn't riff off of that? Like, no. I, I set you guys up for, you know, like the top 10 brawlers among NFL coaches. No, that's like, great. You know, where, 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 where would Brandon Staley be if you, you know, ex-coaches, if you put him in there? He's like, a manager. He's, he's manager, less than yeah. a Jim Cornette on the outside of the ring as an agitator. He would be the guy calculating if I go for it on fourth down here. What are the odds that I'm actually going? We're actually going to win. Let me let me, let me calculate. Although he odds. might be reckless, he might do one of those sharpshooter moves going through or over the ropes, and then maybe I, miscalculate it and hit a rail. Well, definitely miscalculate it because he miscalculated his entire career. Um, but yeah, I got like, paid. I, well, he did. Pay. Yeah, he did get paid. Probably not enough for for all the hellies. No, but that's the one category where the Jets win on because I take Robert Sala over anybody in a brawl. Think well, about Sal, it. Like Sala's up there. Who's going to beat him, man? He, I mean, he's you're talking about oh, you know three or four I mean, Super Bowls. Dan Campbell will bite your knees off. Yeah, but I think nah. But Dan Campbell had a long. Vrabel. Dan right, Campbell, Vrabel, no, no, no. and Sala. Who's the fourth Campbell, in the tag team? Hang match? on, Campbell and Vrabel had long NFL careers. You know, physically they're not. Sala did not. Sala's got a little. You see Sala jumping up and down. The energy after a Quinn and Williams uh, sack. I'm not. I'm not. I'm taking. I'm taking Vrabel on this one because he's both strong and dirty. And uh, smarter than most of those guys too. So he's. You know, Matt in, in Crosswitz, I'm taking uh, Vrabel definitely. And if you got cross these guys up, but if you did tag team, I get Harbaugh to go in with this because I know Harbaugh. You know, like Harbaugh used to like get into like wrestling matches during basketball games on the uh, at Stanford campus. It was hysterical. Like the, the the coaches would go and 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 just and just fight it out. It wasn't even basketball anymore. It was just a brawl among the coaches. You wouldn't take Mike McDaniel with the short pants and the sneakers? I mean, oh, he's wiry. He'd sneak sneak in a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'd be taking Mike McDaniel. Sure. Yeah. Who's tougher, McDaniel or Lee Corso? 
Ooh. No, I think, well. Uh, Lee Corso. Lee Corso is tough. Yes. I, I'm talking about Lee Corso at this age. No, I, I even do. Well, because he'd be wearing a big mascot head that he would just headbutt guys with. Who's he under that mask? Yeah. By God, it's Lee Corso. It's, it's loaded up with like a big steel bar. So he keeps headbutting people and it's injuring them. <laughs> hey, Jay Cole, I want you. To do, I want you to do something. For I want you. I want you to do something. Investigative journalism. Are you ready for this? I want to investigate this. Okay. Um, the level, the stress level of Mike McDaniel. The shorter his pants get, the more stressed he is. I saw this. You saw this on Twitter. This is this is a riff off of some mindset. This is what you, I said. I stole, I put this on Twitter last night. I said it on Twitter last night. I I tweeted that out last night. I said it last week. No, you, you didn't. Just you, just, you just talked yeah, about his. You talked about his short pants, You're and having, I said, "Yeah." You have no original material. Everything that's original in the show, I came up with. That's how it is. <laughs> I came up. Hold with on it. a minute. I came up with everything original. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I've come up with you it. Got him cackling like a madman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, he's on Twitter at Jason Cole sixty two. That is at Jason Cole sixty two. Don't forget. Ten years uh, running. Uh, ten, ten years, years yeah. running. Five there sandwiches, ten years, and pretty soon that list of finalists for the Hall of Fame will get down to the final seventy-five. It's going to be a really fun time. I hate you at the God, Super I hate Bowl. You. I hate you so much. I hate you so See you, buddy. Much. Have fun. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 